to the Money Mentors Podcast. Good morning. I am Gerald Green here with Jennifer Perry. And Jennifer, it's just you and I today. Where's Gary? Where's Laurel? Where's Taylor? It's that time of year. You know, there's <laughs> things going on, trying to manage all the schedules. I mean, we were just talking about that before we went on air. It's just like August hit and all of a sudden there wasn't enough of me to go around. Right. We're starting to get back into those routines. Maybe squeeze out one more vacation. I'm trying to do that in the next few days, Gerald, because I know it just gets super busy there at Mattson Financial Services in the fall. And then you've got kids you're trying to get ready for back to school. And so starting about September, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the tax picture for people. People are thinking, I should do something about this. But we tend to get really busy there at the office. Oh, yeah. Between that and your typical annual review of going over everything, everything, making any last minute adjustments. And of course, you know, the market likes to stay nice and volatile to keep things interesting (laughs) on its side. So, you know, between that and kids and my son's doing tennis and I got daughter rowing and she's going to be a senior. My son's a freshman. We've got two other eighth graders. It's oh, it's fun, right? <laughs> That's the fun. adjective we're, we're using. Yeah, we're going to go with fun for back to school season for <laughs> the Gerald Green household there. But speaking of your household, one interesting headline I wanted to make you aware of this week before we start talking about all the financial stuff here. Mattel is releasing a six doll Barbie collection to honor frontline healthcare workers. So I thought I'd slip in an idea for maybe Maybe Julie and a Christmas gift. Maybe they modeled this whole thing after her. I don't know. I'm going to have to take a look. What's the saying? Not all heroes wear capes. Yes. Some wear scrubs. So (laughs) absolutely do. Yeah, that's kind of neat. She'll be very excited to see that. I know she had Barbies growing up, and of course the girls had them. So yeah, they're at Matson Financial Services. You guys work with a lot of healthcare heroes. I'm wondering, with all the stress of this past year, is it causing maybe some more to start thinking about hanging it up for good? It's generating more conversations Mm -hmm. because you see with the stress, maybe with the change of employment or just the change of your job structure, something that you were used to, and now the pandemic just threw it all out of proportion is, hey, where am I? You know, what does that conversation look like? We're having that constant conversation with existing clients, but maybe someone who hasn't sat down with an advisor who maybe is creeping up on 60 or maybe 60, 61, and they were planning on going till 65, but they want to see, can I do it now? Let's just have the conversation. I mean, the thing about what we do here as fiduciaries is, We're going to go through the math. We're going to go through your dreams, your goals, and your desires, and we're going to give you the truth. We're going to tell you exactly what the numbers say and then what it looks like to give you an idea of, can you do it now? Or maybe you do have to work a few more years. You know, what does that look like? But we always encourage people, find out what your options are. And if you're in one of those high-stress fields, too, and maybe you're thinking more about the idea of retirement, schedule a phone call to go over some of your initial questions at matsonfinancial.com. That's matson with two T's, financial.com. Now, Gerald, the U.S. has already spent trillions during this pandemic, but Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is trying to make the case for perhaps spending trillions more on things like infrastructure and the next budget. So my largest concern is not what are the risks if we make these big investments. It is what is the cost if we don't? It's kind of full speed ahead with them on spending right now. So it sounds like it's up to us to figure out How do we deal with the risk of even higher inflation and perhaps future tax hikes to pay for all this spending? So how are you helping people do that right now? Carefully is the easy answer. (laughs) You know, there's there's still a lot 
up in the air and what can Washington actually get done. We know that story. That's as old as time. But we can't control inflation. We can't control taxes. But is your plan set up to be able to adapt with those changes? Because we know they're going to come, whether it's changes in the market, whether it's changes in the tax codes, what are you going to do or how are you positioned to make sure that you're not giving extra money to the government? I mean, you can spend your money better than the government (laughs) is. I, I think we know that for a fact. But taking a look not only between the risk and the guaranteed side of your investments and having a balance so we can handle the market volatility there. If the market goes down, you'd want to be in a position to not take your income, your retirement income from a loss. But when we start adding things like taxes and inflation, if the cost of things go up, typically speaking, most other advisors are going to say, well, we got to take more risk to offset it. Mm -hmm. Well, that doesn't necessarily work, right? (laughs) Especially if you're well into retirement, you're living on that amount that covers your expense needs, that covers what you want to do. You don't want to be taking more risk when you're in your 70s or 80s. You want to be able to live comfortably, not take the amount of risk that uh, would be required to offset inflation or taxes. So there are other alternatives out there that allow you to get a guaranteed set of growth without having to take risk, you know, as a balance, you know, fixed indexed annuities allow you to do that knowing that you're going to get a planned rate of return on an income value. Mm -hmm. So right there, you can not have to worry about increasing your risk in order to increase your income at a later date. I know a lot of listeners, you hear that word annuity and it's an immediate turnoff, but there are also some different strategies on the portfolio side, things like that buffered index that he talks about, where you can at least get some of the growth of the market, but again, without all the risk. And that's really the design that you help people with reducing that risk, however you need to do that, but you customize that for people there at the office, don't you? Absolutely. It all has to center around the clients first and foremost. Mm -hmm. What are their needs? You know, what is their cost of living and what is their lifestyle? Those are the two things we're solving for because that's life. And then having assets on both the guaranteed side and the risk side to make sure you're maximizing growth while reducing the risk. Yes, a fixed index annuity will do that, but a buffered index does that just as well because you get growth, you get the upside, but you have that buffer where you don't participate in the first set amount of losses. Sometimes it's 10%, sometimes it's 15%, and we have new offerings of those that come out every month to really make sure that we can gauge it to each client's individual needs. So again, reducing their risk, capturing the market gains, without having to overexpose them to market volatility or tax risk. Getting you not just to, but through retirement. This is the Money Mentors Podcast. Gerald, I stumbled upon a little bit of history about investing and doing the homework for the show this week. Target date funds, if you look back, they were designed in the early 1990s, but they didn't really catch on until 2006 when the Pension Protection Act was passed. And today, they're very common in your workplace retirement plans. As I understand it here, Gerald, these funds typically decrease their allocation to stocks as the fund gets closer to that retirement target date, so it gets more conservative over time. Sounds like it takes some of the guesswork out of investing investing for the future. But what do you think about this idea of target date funds for those who are close to retirement? 
Well, the concept of the target date funds is sound. You know, mm-hmm. it brings in that active, quote unquote, management to a mutual fund where before you didn't have it. Right. But the drawback with the target retirement date funds is they're just looking at time. They don't look at what is going on in the market during that time. There may be times in the market where it's good to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Look at 2019. The market, it was pretty easy in 2019. It <laughs> yeah. just kept going up. 2020, we had a lot more volatility. So there were obviously buying opportunities in 2020 or depending on where you were at in retirement, maybe you didn't need as much risk because you didn't want to lose as much. Mm. So the target date retirement funds are good from an active standpoint, but they're only looking at one of the factors that should dictate your investment style. You want to be able to be adaptable and find opportunities in the market, and those, those funds don't do it. The other drawback with those is, generally speaking, a target date retirement fund is a mutual fund made up of other mutual funds. Hmm. Okay. So what you're doing is you're compounding those costs, whether there's sales loads, there's management expenses, whether there's advertising fees for that mutual fund. And now you're talking of upwards of two to 3% annually, a cost on those. Wow. So it can get very expensive and therefore you're going to have to take again, more risk to try and offset some of those costs that are coming out of your fund itself. So I've looked at those. There are some better, there are some worse, but they're very common in most employer plans because it does allow the individual who hasn't made it a point to sit down with an advisor to really say, okay, I'm going to retire in 2055, so I'm going to put my money in this 2055 fund knowing that we're going to take a little more risk early on, Mm -hmm. and then as we get closer, it's going to reduce that risk, but it doesn't go away. Really, those life cycle funds are designed, if it's a 2055 fund, it's still going to have quite a bit of risk at 2055, and it plans on you living another 30 years past that retirement date. So you're still going to be pretty well exposed to the market at your retirement date. So what happens if we get another 2007, 2008 in 2055, let's say, when you retire? That's really going to put an enormous amount of strain on your retirement account because there's going to be big losses right when you retire. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.